You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's go around the NFL to keep you in the loop. This is Houston's Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. All right, Saquon Barkley. We've been talking a lot about Saquon Barkley. I think we're both open to the possibility if it is there. And I say if, and I emphasize if, if it is there, uh, that the Texans should perhaps be in the running for his services. Apparently, the uh, GM, Joe Shane of the Giants, said on Tuesday, he's had good conversation with Barkley recently following the regular season and that he plans to meet with the backs representation at the scouting combine in Indy. They could still franchise tag him or they could sign him long-term. My thing is if he hits the open market and I'm Saquon Barkley, for what? What What, am I doing in New York? What am I doing? Oh, that? Yeah. Like I got a limited shelf life. Like what, what am I doing in New York? Like where are you going to, you know, at your age and he's not old, but he's been in the, in the league long enough. What are you building for? Where you know? What are the next two or three years going to look? I like? I mean, you might have to have a new coach. I don't know how the Dable thing ends. Daniel Jones ain't going to take you where you want to go or where most athletes want to go. Yeah. Especially a franchise tag. Franchise tag is going to be the worst for him. Uh, and I, I, these same conversations were kind of being had last year about Saquon Barkley. I, I, I think he wants out. Uh, I think they're gonna, maybe. I think they're probably gonna uh, try to try to keep him happy with a contract, or he is gonna be out, and that's where the Texans step in, man. How do you feel about someone who used to rough you up all of a sudden becoming one of you? I don't understand. Derrick Henry, all-time Texans killer, mm-hmm. in a Texans uniform. How weird would that be? I don't think it'd be that weird. Is that weird in itself? I mean, it's part of the business. Yeah, maybe that's why. But I say all that just because I want to present this statistic. I was Mm -hmm. digging through some Henry stuff. I saw this in an article Mm -hmm. uh, about just how bad Derrick Henry has roughed up the Texans. Let me just... Let me just put this in perspective because there's going to be... seat belt on. There's going to be multiple layers to the, oh my gosh. Yeah. So Derrick Henry at one point, he had a streak in which he had... 200 yards and two touchdowns in four straight games against the Texans. Mm -hmm. Let me say that again. 200 yards and two touchdowns in four straight games against the Texans. With a 250 worked in there, I think. Yes. Yeah. To put that in perspective, Mm -hmm. no player in the history of the NFL has ever had four 200-yard, two-touchdown games against an opponent. Mm Mm-hmm. To put that in further perspective, (laughs) no player in the history of the NFL outside of Derrick Henry has ever had four 200-yard, two-touchdown games, period. (laughs) So in four straight games against the Texans, he had 200 and 200. No one in in the history of the NFL has ever done that. Let let me give you these names. I was just going to ask you that. Let me give you these names. The Danian Tomlinson, Barry Sanders, and Jim Brown – they did it only three times in their only entire three? careers. In their yeah. entire careers. Dalvin Cook, Adrian Peterson, Tiki Barber, Larry Johnson, Jamal Lewis, Ricky Williams, Clinton Portis, Marshall Falk, Eric Dickerson, and O.J. Simpson, not a Jew. They all did it only two times in their career. Derrick Henry did it four times, and he did it four straight times against the Houston Texans. Yeah, it wasn't great, man. It wasn't great. They've had better de- they've had a better four days straight. than those four days. That's incredible. But it wouldn't be weird to see him in that the That would uniform. feel weird. No, to it me, wouldn't man. for me, man. By the way, the not a Jew is from an Adam Sandler song, if y'all didn't didn't know that. Everybody knows that, right? I don't know. I, don't, I might, you know. Gen X might not. Gen Z. Whatever. I didn't hear that this year. 
Hanukkah? Yeah, the Hanukkah song. Yeah, it went on. Yeah. Um, so the Texans have visited with some prospects at the Senior Bowl, uh, including Michigan wide receiver Roman Wilson. He spoke with Cody Stutes. We'll hear what he says teams have been asking him. But first, let's listen to fake football guy uh, asking Roman Wilson a Who question. Who is the fake football guy? Just some dude? Just He could have easily just asked, where do you see yourself playing in the NFL? But he decided to list yeah. all the letters on the tight end position or the, the wide receiver slash tight end position. And he asked him, where do you see yourself at as an X, Y, or Z? Okay. Okay. He's not a tight end, so he's not a Y. <laughs> Listen to Roman Wilson's response here when, when the guy tries to go fake football. Hey, Roman, I got to ask you really quick, man. So where do you see yourself at the next level, like in terms of being an X, a Y, or a Z? A Y. Yeah. Oh, a y. Uh, yeah, I don't really care. I play inside, outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, some people look at me like a tradi- traditional slot. Mm-hmm. I came here. There's a, our room's filled with a lot of slot guys. So, you know, right now they see me as a Z. Playing a little bit of both, but uh, you know, I don't mind. I play anything. Uh, I play Y if you want me to. Absolutely, oh, yeah. awesome, 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 dude. An it's X so, or Y is like a to Y. That's, why can't you just say inside? Not even 180 pounds. Why, why, why can't you just say inside or outside? Uh, this was Cody Stutes talking to Roman Wilson um, about what teams have asked him the most and if he's met with the Texans. What's kind of the conversation been like when you've talked to some teams here at the Senior Bowl? What are they talking to you about most? <laughs> Every single team asked me about punt return. Um, I thought I'd come out here and I'd do pretty good at it. I've never really done it before, but, you know, it's something I, I want to do, something I like doing, and, you know, I think it – Every team I met with has been uh, pretty good, so you know I'm excited for this process, and you know, I just love interviewing with them and just learning. Did you talk with the Texans? Uh, yeah, last <laughs> night I did. All right. There you go. We have it. Yeah. Roman Wilson, go. Texan. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they also met with Toledo cornerback uh, Quinion Mitchell, UNC linebacker Cedric Gray, Mizzou defensive end Darius Robinson, Houston offensive tackle Patrick Paul, Texas A&M wide receiver Anaya Smith, Penn State tight end Theo Johnson, Wake Forest safety Malik Mustafa, Arizona wide receiver uh, Jacob Cowing. Uh, this is uh, the list put together by Cody Stutz and John Crumpler, who are both out there. A couple of guys are already getting that early draft run and, and being mentioned by everybody, Roman Wilson being one of them, Quinion Mitchell being another one from Toledo. Uh, it's already starting, and, and, it, and, and everybody just kind of piles on once somebody – Somebody's name oh, yeah. gets out there. It's the fun part. Yeah. yeah. It's the fun part. Uh, Darius Robinson out of Missouri. Uh, he, he would be kind of like a Dylan Horton type of guy uh, that the Texans took. A different, like in the same range. Uh, he he t- spoke to Stutes. Um, seems like he's kind of open to uh, to spending more time with the Texans. Also, a, a very leading question by Cody Stutes, I must say. What have the conversations with teams been like this week? Uh, just trying to figure out where I fit best in their defense. Um, just trying to see what's the most realistic spot for me. But like I said, I can play any position to the best of my ability. Yeah, pretty comfortable being that maybe that wide nine defense when yeah. you're way out there. Yeah, uh, definitely got to get a lot more reps at that though. You know, in college we don't really line up that wide, so that's what I'm saying. Every day I'm just trying to get better. You had a chance to talk to the Texans while you're here. Yeah, I talked to the Texans. It was a great conversation. I uh, hope to continue to further the conversations. All right. How was it leading? Want to go wide? Want to go out wide? How oh, about because that? Uh, yeah. okay. nah, not leading. I mean, it was it was leading with a purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't trying to like trap him. No, but a lot of people uh, run that too. So yeah. yeah, it fits. JJ Watt, man, he weighed in on the Dan Campbell situation. Oh, I bet you was insightful. Yeah, I'm, is that sarcasm? No. Why was that sarcasm? I think it was. <laughs> that, that was it real was. sarcastic right there, my friend. Did it come across as sarcastic? A little bit. Okay. A little bit. Well, let's hear it. Here's J.J. Watt yeah. with Pat McAfee talking about uh, Dan Campbell's decision to not kick the field goal. Yeah. People want to get pissed about it, but, like, live by the sword, die by the sword, man. Be who you are. Do what you do. Do what got you there. I mean, you go in that locker room, you stand in front of those guys and, they're, they're going to be fine with that because that's what you've done all year. That's who you've said you are. That's who you've proven that you are. So I don't I don't care about those at all. That That is absolutely staying true to your identity. Now, the problem that I have and from what I saw of it is when you run the ball on that third down and waste the timeout and then don't give yourself a chance um, to get the ball back once you do give it back. That That's a tough one. That's, that's a little bit more uh, hard to handle. 
Well, everybody agrees on that third down run. Uh, not everybody agrees on that. But you know what's going on here? Like, whichever side you take, you sort of bend his his pers- his kicking percentage in your favor. Like, if you're saying, oh, no, that's who they are, you know, you're going to keep uh, keep true to yourself, all if that. If D'Amico did that, he wouldn't have had Derek Stingley follow Amari Cooper. No, but what I'm saying is, like, if you're on this, in this particular instance, if you're like, oh, no, that's who he is, all of a sudden – that kicking percentage gets down into the high 40s and low 50s. Yeah. Like, you use that percentage to fit your own narrative, you know, as yeah. opposed to, like, should have kicked it, then the, the percentage is higher. It's weird yeah. how that works. I, so. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Just not not following it. Mm-hmm. But it, it is what it is. Like, in the moment, you you say what you think, and then it's I don't think, it, I don't think it's a hindsight thing. I've, I've been thinking about what you Like, said. are there really people in the world who, like, say – yeah, he should go for it and then say he should have kicked the field goal. Like, are there other people? Do people think like that? Uh, you mean in the moment? Yeah, because like, like in the moment, I was saying kick the field goal. I was too. And then even when he, even when he went for it, I, I was, I was talking to my dad. I was, man, this is stupid. No matter what, like, do, do people really like? Because I, because I feel like sometimes people say, well, if he would have made it, you wouldn't be saying that. Well, I, I would, I would kick the field goal there. I, I really, I absolutely would have kicked the field goal both I, times, I, I, regardless. I was yelling, "What are you doing?" There've been times where they, where it's worked for him, and I've said I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Because based on that, then you're, you're basically, I, I kind of feel like you're telling on yourself. When you say that, and I haven't heard that as the dialogue. It seems like for, from the national media perspective and from the uh, dialogue that we get on the text line YouTube, people are just saying what they think. But to say that if he would have made it, you would have said it was smart, I think you're kind of telling on yourself. Because that, and if that's the case, then going forward on 4th and 20, it, there's no such thing as it being a bad or good decision. Well, if he would have got it, you would have said it was smart. No, I would have said it was dumb. No, it was dumb from the start. And it's also kind of like saying, hey, do you think he should kick it here? I'll let you know in a minute after the play. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know. Like, I, and I mean, it's sometimes like if 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 the Texans draft this guy, and then two years later you can say, well, they probably should have drafted that guy. Yeah. That's a little bit different. But this is kind of about feel, philosophy, situations, yeah. the variables, like the players. Like that's that's yeah. what this is. Like this this is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I, I just don't like. Are there people who would who would say, "Go, go, go, go"? What the hell are you doing, coach? Like, I just don't know these people. <laughs> they are out there, though. Are there? Yes. Well, I mean, you just talked about some. Well, well no, if made it. No, is. that's the one. That's just that's just the yeah. simp simp guy that's saying that that that's saying like, "We hey, would have made it. You would have said it was brilliant." No, I promise you, I wouldn't. No. In no. that situation, kick the kick the ball. Because you heard me say it beforehand. If you were around me, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Like <laughs> what are you doing? That's the. the it made more sense to kick the field goal. Yes. And there's some decisions where like you can go either way, you know, like you go you go either way. But it's it's really about the feel of the game. Like when the Texans were up 21-0 against the Chiefs, man, you were you were killing them earlier in the year. You were aggressive. Yeah. It was like that that felt. Let's go for it. Yeah. Like if they would have made the fake punt with Justin Reed, would I've been sitting there saying, "Oh, that was awesome." No, no, and and on on the first field goal with the with the Lions, I said after the fact I thought that one was okay. Yeah, you didn't. Uh, I thought that one was okay to go for it in that situation. So yeah, Micah Parsons. He has a uh, podcast on Bleacher Report. I, I don't know what he's trying to accomplish here. Um, part of me thinks that. Dan Quinn, who's the coach of Washington now, mm-hmm. part of me thinks that he knew that Dan Quinn was on his way out because I've never heard him question Dan Dan Quinn schematically. Right. So maybe this was kind of like a coping thing. But this was Micah Parsons talking about his teammates, the effort, uh, and, and now the scheme. We were just outperformed, out-schemed. They had an answer for everything. People saying, well, why ain't you go to linebacker? Guess what? The packages are in for me to go to linebacker. I can only play what it's called. I'm not putting out personnel. I've even told multiple players, coaches, that I'm very fine playing linebacker. In playoffs, if that's what y'all want me to do, I just want to win. I do see a Super Bowl in my future. I want to be a Super Bowl champion. I challenge anyone to actually go look at the game film and say, did Micah play his heart out? To go out like that at home was completely embarrassing and unacceptable. It took me a while to even be able to 
show my face in the public. I'm at complete peace. And I say that because I don't think I could have done anything more to try to win that game. And, and that comes to watching film with the other guys in the room, saying what I'm seeing, being vocal out there on the field. I was completely at peace because I know I don't have no regrets about how I performed or what I put into the game. You know, and I appreciate what really matters. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds like he's covering himself more than anything. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know what's going on there. I don't know what's being accomplished or anything mm -hmm. like that. But he yeah. talks a lot. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's going to go well for him. Yeah, uh, as time goes on, because there is accountability that comes with it. That's the funny thing, like the um, the athlete who starts the podcast, and and some some do an excellent job. Like they do mm -hmm. a good job and they can handle it and and, and all that. But the the thin skinned athlete who who starts the podcast, yeah. just realize that you know it, it's easy to sit there. And, and and I'm not even questioning you saying this, but like, it's easy to sit there and say Stephen A is a dumbass, and Stephen A just says whatever he says, or Skip Bayless says that, or Acho, whoever mm -hmm. you want to look at. Mm -hmm. But they're not just saying it and then ducking and hiding. Like they get a lot of crap. Like I I, I don't oh, know. They sit like, there, yeah. Yeah. So if you want to if if you want to fire them up, just realize that when you're doing trying doing what they're doing, you're you're living in their mentions now. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're going to be like sitting there and saying stuff. So just realize like it's not it's not a cake and eat it too. And and that's the thing about like these athletes uh, these athletes. I think they they deserve every penny they get. They've earned it. Uh, they they possess elite talents that generate a hell of a lot of revenue. They have to deal with more scrutiny, more crap. They have to be in more shape. They have to do everything. They earn it. It's easy to simplify, minimize, question. And to a certain point, you can be right. These hot take guys that they're trying to weed out with that. Mm -hmm. But just realize there is some stuff that comes with the territory that you might not want to deal with. Like you are entering that world. Yes. That's the simple, just ask Cam Newton. That's a simple way to put it. You are now... You know, and I love when they go, oh, the media this, the media that. No, you're in the media now. Yeah. yeah when you do that, you are, and by definition, And a lot of times media. it's social media that they're talking yes. about. Yes. Yeah, well, that too. But yeah. either way, social media or media, yeah. you are entering that world and all that that comes I, with. I think Micah Parsons is flirting with a, a, a dangerous area where, and I think Deshaun's doing it too now with his pod, with, with uh, his podcast with his helicopter dad, Quincy. Um, I I just, I, I, think it's, I think it's a dangerous territory where... If you live on social media and you're going to be saying something, you're going to be firing up these takes. Like, on one hand, you look at it as, I want to be the gatekeeper. I want to control my own message. That's great. That's fair. I'm not questioning it. I'm not yeah. saying it's wrong. All I'm saying is, like, when stuff hits the fan, and let's say that the Cowboys uh, re reward Micah Parsons and make him the highest-paid player in the NFL, which they should because he's awesome, like, when stuff hits the fan and you come up short and you're going out there and saying stuff, that there's going to be a time, like I predict like three, four, two years from now, Micah Parsons is just going to hate everyone and everything because he's enter, entered a world where he thinks that like the Skip Baylesses and Stephen A's and like any top media type uh, or even like any mid-media type is just saying stuff and there's like not, there's nothing that comes with it. it, mm -hmm. it, it there, there's gonna, you're going to see, you're going to see real yeah. quick that it's, it's, not not as easy as you think. And a lot of, the, a lot of times these takes are just crazy. They're I, just as crazy as what you're criticizing. I mean, I've told my kids this when they were in big in the social media world. Don't put anything out there that you're not ready to take some heat for. Yeah. Like, you, you can be middle of the road, but if you put something out there that you believe in, that's cool. I encourage it. But you're gonna you're gonna be in that world now. If you can roll with it, roll with it. Yes. But it's not it, it's not like just hey, I I say this and then that's it. Especially if you're gonna be. If you're going to be playing in that mud. No, I totally agree. That, that's really kind of one of my big things. Like, yeah, you can do it. Do your thing, man. Just understand. Yeah, do what you want to do. <laughs> but just, I'm just telling you, it's not like for your, you know, like a lot of times like the, the, the mental health thing is always what comes up. Oh, I mean, yeah. you're, you're, if you're Micah Parsons and you're already, you're already one of the point oh 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 one percent of athletes. That already generates enough stress. Mm -hmm. You're going into a world where it is going to magnify times a thousand. And if you can handle it, awesome, man. That's yeah. great. That's good for you. That's good for your brand, all that. But it just kind of it just kind of feels like he's going in a territory where he's wanting to go in those sticks, but he's wanting to kind of have his cake and eat it too. It, it, it's a little bit of uh, is it. Uh Hypocrisy might be a little. He's strong. young, man. He's also he's, no, he's also young. young. He's also young. But it's kind of like like you want to you, you you said this earlier. Cake and eat it too. You want to be able to say whatever you want with no repercussion. 
no, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. And and the, and when you're that big, mm-hmm. it oh, and your fan base is that big is even multiplied like by the Taylor that Swift, much more. Like the Taylor yeah. Swifties, no. those are Cowboys fans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, those are Cowboys fans. Yeah, you're there right now. You're the you're the guy. Like right now, you're the guy. You're the man. Oh, they, 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 Michael Parsons, man. They need to put more around him. Holy crap! Look at him. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what happens. It always happens. It's going to be some rough years, man. It's inevitable. You're going to have to go pie. But if you can handle it, you can handle it. And and you've earned earned every right to be able to do that. So salute to him. It's just, uh, it's it's a lot. It's not as simple as what those those cats are doing. So we'll see how it goes. Coming up, the internet goes nuts. Uh, D'Amico Ryans is in heaven. One of his mentors is in the complete opposite. And... Speaking of the internet going nuts, one of the most polarizing figures of the big game. He's front and center once again. Next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're saying a lot of good things about D'Amico Ryans around here. Uh, Let's check in on one of his mentors in New York, uh, Robert Sala, who D'Amico credits uh, for helping him start his coaching career. Robert Sala had the position of 49ers defensive coordinator before he left for New York, and D'Amico Ryans took over that same position. We're talking about D'Amico Ryans potentially being coach of the year. We're we're throwing out the the two-word Super Bowl one year into his tenure. Uh, Let's check in and – on Robert Sala heading into uh, year three and what they're saying about him at WFAN uh, with Evan Roberts and Sean Mraz. I think their best chance to make this work, as unlikely as it is, is running it back. Mike Vrabel is not taking this job. How do you know that? Because it's an unappealing job. It's a one-year all-in job. No, it's not. Because the coach isn't going to get one year. Gift from the gods. It should be for Jet fans and for Woody Johnson. This article today in The Athletic that it's not too late and we are entering disaster zone. We are about to waste a year on this earth for Jet fans where you know, oh, it's a Hail Mary. No, no, no. BS on a Hail Mary. You should be as all-in as possible, Rodgers. It is all-in. And that's having the best head coach possible. Unfortunately. Not a guy capable of doing the job. Boy, you turned so red. Because it's <laughs> BS now. I'm tired of the crap football in this town. No, you're tired of the we crap We got Aaron football. Rodgers here. Yeah, he's tired. Go Go get the best head coach in place. This guy sucks. I don't think Robert Sala's a good head coach. He's giving the best chance to win right oh, now. He gives you no shot to win. Oh, he walked gas, around no like break. a loser telling everybody in that office, what are guys doing at the quarterbacks? I don't know. Kevin Stefanski got off his ass with Joe Flacco and made the playoffs. He's wrong. He's full of excuses. He's a nice guy. He's not equipped to do this job. And you were at, what are you going to win? Uh, Rodgers will be 46. He'll still play. Then we'll hire a new head coach. That's so stupid. I, I didn't You're say that. Is for brain. I, said, that. I said one year. This is it for him. Oh, this sucks. is you it for him. This year it's not. Okay. <laughs> it's not even like worth talking about what they're talking about. It's them that are just like, oh my gosh, my head starts to spin. But they, his volume level is just like that way too much, man. Just you know, settle down. Let's have a discussion. Let's kick it around. I, 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 got, I got the internet going nuts. All right, so this was this has got the internet going nuts like right now. Uh, this is just coming out 
in, in the last, uh, I would say. Just coming out? Who? Just, just coming out uh, in the last uh, hour or so, a couple hours. So a woman on a, on a Southwest flight from Baltimore to Phoenix had an f- in-flight medical emergency. The doc- There was a doctor and a nurse attending to her. They didn't find a pulse. Her blood pressure was very low. She could hardly breathe. A guy in the plane stood up and said, could it be her blood sugar? I have a diabetic testing kit. It was tight end Mark Andrews. Yeah, he has diabetes. And so the paramedics went to him, got his, his diabetic uh, testing kit, and saved a woman's life mid-flight today. Like, that is pretty dang incredible. Uh, and uh, according to Andrew Springs, but couldn't he win? Can he win a conference championship? <laughs> he couldn't win a conference. But can champion- he win a conference championship? But like he actually like diagnosed it, I guess, because he's been familiar with it. Obviously, had the kit, and uh, the guy who was reporting this that was on the plane, it's taking off. It's all over the internet. Now, now. someone on the seven six zero on the text line. It's interesting you say this because they texted this in out. Of, it, it was one of those just random ass yeah. texts that had nothing to do with the show. Shout out to loopholes if you listen, you are one. If you want to do that, just send us some random ass texts. Uh, but oh, by the way, texters have updated us yet again. It- he said he was, I, I, quote, I'm in the medical field. This story going around about Mark Andrews has so many holes in it. That's all. Have a great day. Well, I think that's not true. I mean, I think he's calling Cap. Well, I mean, there's like multiple people that are confirming this. No, I get it. I mean, yeah. but that. On my mama, that's fake. On my heart, and my life, my little brother grave, I could die right now. That's fake. I'm just telling you what he said. And he's wrong. I mean, well, he might not be wrong, but there's multiple. So what's people. fake about? I wonder, yeah, multiple people are confirming wonder, that Mark Andrews did this. What's cap about? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, I really don't. I, I'm not calling anything on it. I, I know that Mark Andrews is my guy. I know some people didn't want him because uh, yeah, yeah, diabetes. diabetes. Yeah. 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 I'd rather uh, have Jordan Ankins. But it's uh, it's yeah, it's you know. all over. I, why was yeah, Justin Reed. You know, we don't need Mark Andrews. He's oh, got, you got Justin Reed. Yeah, he's got diabetes. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Let's 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 ignore him. Worst argument I've ever had. I don't know what the holes are there though. Like you get yeah. a kid, like what is the hole? Yeah, and like multiple people reporting it. Yeah, no, that's plane. what. Yeah, like, it's not there like, was a doctor on the plane. It's not like they're saying like it, it he was held, like it's not like he'll say they're saying he like flung that like the plane door flung open yeah. and he used his muscles. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like what's the is hole? It like five different yeah, sides the to the story. Yeah, what's or the hole there? You know what that is? And, and, and I, I, I respect you. No, that's well you. actually, guys. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, no. Kind of, kind of. Yeah. I'm, I'm disagreeing with you to agree with you. I know that's kind of weaselish, but that's I want to say I'm in the medical field, guy. One hundred percent. I'm a nurse's assistant, and let me tell you about all the holes in Might that. Might be a doctor in that story that had a doctor and yeah. a nurse and a diabetic with a diabetic kit in it. I'm in save the, a woman's life. I'm in the medical field. Yes. Yeah. I'm in the medical yeah. field. I'm Man, the, we I'm got a, we got that so much with that Deshaun Watson stuff. Oh, I'm a lawyer. Oh, oh, I'm an attorney. Oh, I'm in man. the restaurant industry. Yes. I've been a cop for 25 years. I'm so in the, let, I know I know what's going on. I guarantee you that guy's at the front desk of one of those drive-through medical uh, minor emergency clinics. I think of all the <laughs> of all of the things. I don't think I've ever said like, oh, I'm, I'm you know I'm in the business. I, I just it's like whatever. It's you know. Let talking. me tell you about radio. I'm in the medical. I hate <laughs> people that do that. But the thing is, like when you say when you say I'm in the medical field, and, man, we're not picking on you, sir. And and, and it's I mean, it's anonymous at all. It, but but, <laughs> but the thing is, like that that is assuming that everyone in the medical field is awesome. This too, like that's the yeah. thing. Like if you say if you say I'm in this, then that then then you're 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 basically presenting it as. Like, remember when uh, someone called in and they were like, I've been an analyst on the NFL for however long, and they yeah. were mad, you were yeah. out. Um, but but he called in, and he, it was like smoke through a keyhole. And I was like, well, can there be bad analysts? Yeah. Like, I've been doing, I've been an analyst for 30 years. It's like, well, can there be bad analysts? That's my question. Like, can there Just be? Just like everything else. Yes. Just so like, like every other profession. So, like, I'm in the medical field is like, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I was, he must have been the Tim Kelly fan, too. Yeah, he was. He said he was top five. Um <laughs> But some people will be like, some people will say like, uh, like yesterday someone was like, I've studied this for years. I'm like, okay, so everyone who studies passes a test? <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, might, you yeah. might be an idiot. <laughs> like an idiot studying means nothing. Yeah, people always do this too, always announce their age. Well, because I'm 45 years old. It's yeah. like, I don't, I don't give a damn. Yeah, you were you alive? It's like, was your history teacher alive when Lincoln got shot? Well, the best <laughs> one for me is I'm a season ticket holder. <laughs> 
And as a season ticket holder, let me tell you about football. <laughs> what are we doing? Because I'm 53 years old. Yeah, I'm 53 and yeah. a season ticket holder. Yeah, let me like, tell you about football. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's wild. Wild world. I watch tomorrow. Andrew's going to come out. Yeah, I didn't do that. <laughs> I want to know these holes. 713-572-4610. I want these holes, medical field guy. Um, My medical field guy has holes in his story. (laughs) Uh, So, Morocco T, one of my favorite Titans fans. He gets me fired up. This was him before the Jags game. Man, they had nothing to to gain here. Uh, And some would say they had something to lose. This was Morocco T before the Jags game. You know what time is? Hey, I need everybody at Nissan Stadium, everybody at home, or wherever you watching the game at, to represent this two-tone blue nation like a motherfucker today. Hey, this the last game, and we only got one job to do, to make sure that this is Jacksonville's last game, too. Hey, we doing this one for the king today, baby. All right, so that's a fan there. A couple things. First of all, I love his fire, man. Yeah. I know some people some people just hate it because it's I, I I that is amazing. That is amazing. The other thing is this though. I saw him tweet because I because I follow I, I think he's a good pulse. Would you say that that's a good source for the that's a pulse fan of the right Titans there. right yes, there? Yes, yes. I would say it's a good and this was him with Derrick Henry too. And and if Derrick Henry gets here, this is gonna be a drop. Uh, Derrick Henry run for a bunch of damn yards and get a bunch of damn yards. Here was him with uh, Derrick Henry before Derrick Henry's final game. Hey, f- all that other sh- My room guy for Sunday is I'm rooting for Derrick Henry to run for a whole bunch of damn yards and score a whole bunch of damn touchdowns, man. F- a draft pick. I don't give a f- This ain't about them, man. This about Derrick Henry. If you got some f- money and time to go watch Derrick Henry on Sunday, go f- can watch Derrick Henry <laughs> and quit taking greatness for granted. Tighten up. Let's go. All right. And that's the – so that was his – I don't know where he was. He was, like, at work chilling. So someone, like – I don't know what was that. That wasn't, like, in the car going to the game. But my man just tweeted out, Morocco T. Mm-hmm. At Y-E-A-M-F-K-A. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I <laughs> – that's his Twitter? Yeah, my guy. <laughs> so he he tweeted out this. And, and, and again, John McClain is my closest thing to, like, following the Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, he said Vrabel's minions, the, the final head coaching job has been offered up. He said Vrabel's minions out here talking about he taking a year off like he spent the last 15 years making the postseason and winning championships, LMAO. He's taking the year off because nobody wanted him as their head coach. I said, damn, y'all are talking about him like that out there now. He said, folks been talking about him like that since last season. I just said, this is a fascinating case study that I'm just taking in. I know your crazy ass is in those Titan streets. <laughs> Dude, so that, that's what that's how they feel about Vrabel now? I like, guess. So, so that, I would believe him. Is this? Do you think this is kind of like trying to cope with, with this? Not for him. Not for him. You this think, isn't like like you this know. This isn't like Lincoln Riley leaving. leaving OU. Like, he wasn't that good. This isn't like Lincoln yeah, Riley no. leaving for uh, USC. Yeah, and all the all the true blue or crimson OU fans are like, you know what? He wasn't. Yeah, no, he wasn't. They're just it's just coping. Not for him. I think he's legit. Uh, like, nah. This is how we feel. This is how we feel. I, 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 got, I got the internet going nuts. My really good friend Dan Pastorini. My my really good friend Dan Pastorini had yeah. the internet going nuts. Are the you other sure? Day. Yeah, he's a really sure good friend. Buds? He's a really good friend. Here was Dan Pastorini talking about his good friend John Lopez with Figgy Fig on the red carpet at the Houston Sports Awards. Here with Dan Pastorini, the legend. And Dan, I got to ask you about somebody you know very well, John Lopez. I don't recall that name. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what's the funniest story you have of John Lopez. Well. I think the funniest story was when we, when we corroborated in getting our book together, we did it in record time. I think we did it in about two months. But he was with me every single day interviewing me, and, and we're, you know, I told him, don't ask me anything you don't want to ask because you're going to get the truth. And some of it was a little, we couldn't put it all in. But John was, uh, he was uh, hell-bent on getting that book done as quick as possible, that's for sure. But he was a lot of fun to do it with. He was, he was the best choice I had. Earlier this year, the Tennessee Titans wore that Oilers colors and all that stuff. So how did you feel? Did it feel a little weird? 
Yeah, yeah, sure. It, it seems weird, you know, our uniform being on the field anywhere, you know, but uh, it's nice to be remembered. And the fact of the matter is the legacy goes through Tennessee, unfortunately. Our hearts are here oh, in Houston. I live in Houston. A lot of the Oilers oh, wow. still live in oh, Houston. Oh, unfortunately. This is our town. And, you know, we're supportive of, of the Texans, and especially this year. They had such a great year. D'Amico Ryans, C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is the best quarterback, I'll say it right now, the best quarterback I have ever seen or ever played against. And this oh, kid's wow. going to be a Hall of Famer. He Good keeps Lord. his head on straight, and they protect him. He's going to set all kinds of records here. Okay. How about that? Come on, Dan. You heard him. Come on. He said it. I could tell you kind of rushed through that book, though. That was the one thing that stuck out there. <laughs> of course did, you're going to say yeah, that. Yeah, I read it. It, uh, did, it did seem a little rushed. Of course Why was you rushing? I wasn't what rushing. What was your hurry? I interviewed him because he only had limited. <laughs> Why didn't you put your best into it? He said you was really trying to put that book out quick. Yeah, what's going on? I, I, th- I was going to say, but he said, yeah, I, I thought so, too. I uh, will refer you to the New York Times bestseller list. Uh, no, I had to I had to interview him every day because I wanted the continuity. It took me two months to interview him. It took me six months to write it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So There you go. Yeah. So Best quarterback I've well. ever seen. That's a hot take by Dan. And you can get that on... Uh... We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Amazon. By the way, do we want to do this or not? What's that? Medical guys on the line. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. There you go. Hell yeah. Hey, medical guy, what's up? What's up, Landry? Hey, real quick, I don't want to say who, but I work for the fire department, and I'm a paramedic. Oh. A fire department in a large city. We run hundreds of these exact calls. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, we, we appreciate you. We're just having some fun. So no, what, what are the I'm, holes? I'm not, I'm not, what are the holes not, in the interesting? I'm not trying to be like praise me guy. No, I'm no. I'm trying to be praise me guy because I, I don't care. But I'm, I'm reading straight from the source, from, from X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. It says, Andrews, this is from Andrew Springs. Andrews instructed the medical professionals on using his testing kit. Do you think paramedics on scene are going to say, hey, you got, you're a diabetic. What should we do in this scenario? They run hundreds of, the, hundreds of these a week. And anytime there's an unconscious person, for any type of reason, there's diagnostic criteria and steps you take for many different types of scenarios. And then, Lopez, you said, didn't have a pulse, but the blood pressure was low. That's not even accurate. You can't have a pulse. And your blood pressure below. If you don't have a pulse, you don't have a blood. They pressure. said couldn't find so a strong. They couldn't. No, they said couldn't find a strong pulse. Yeah, that's what they said. But you said he didn't have a pulse. Well, okay. When you, when you said it. Okay. Totally. Different. So what are the holes in the story? Where Andrews instructed the medical professionals on using his test kit. It's just a blood sugar test that you can buy for ten dollars at Walgreens. He okay. didn't. He didn't do anything crazy. He had a. He had a test kit that tests for blood sugar. Well, it sounds like you're. Maybe, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to uh-oh. to uh, to push back at at, at your Clear profession. Clear out, Landry. Oh, Clear wow. out. I'm oh, not. Oh wow. I'm not trying to push back at your profession, your expertise, because we all uh, obviously appreciate it. But correct me if I'm wrong. Your your big problem, the holes in the story, is more with the verbiage than what happened. Yeah, Mark Andrews, Polly. I I don't know. The holes in the story are that, you know, all the crappy, you know, the JPA, the Dove, Clean, and all these people are, they're all a little bit different on how they're telling the story. And what does that tell you? They don't know. They're just kind of filling in the holes with what they, what they know. Well, the guy, Andrew so Springs, was Mark on Andrew, the plane. Well, Andrew Springs says, Andrews instructed a medical professional. So here we are. We have a medical professional with an unconscious person that we do hundreds of times a week. And what should we do? I don't know. Oh, I'm diabetic. You should test it. But see, now you're taking. He's making a good case. No, 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 no. He's making a good case, John. I think he's making a good case. No. But did you did you do you see any quotes of of the medical personnel saying, "I don't know what should we do"? I didn't see those. 
Well, okay, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying, Lopez. Is, is it says Andrews instructed the medical professional. No, but but you said that the medical professional said what should we do, and that was never said. No, no, no. That's 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 my point. Is they would never do that if they're that's the. The first thing you check for an unconscious person, pulse and then blood sugar. But they, That's but just like for the record, because I don't want, I don't want to cast aspersions on the medical field. Like they did not say that. You're saying that that say that's, that's inferred. Exactly. Huh? What I'm saying is all these reports are are inferred. Like every single different one of them are a little bit different. So and again, they're all inferred. They're, all of it's inferred because you get some information says he didn't have a pulse. Some information says his oxygen levels were low. And, and I'm saying the exact names. Go read Doves versus JPA footballs versus Adam Schefter's versus Andrew. Well, Strange no, no, no. I get that. Yeah. JPA, JPA is always. I, I, I absolutely JPA's agree with you. I absolutely agree with yeah, you no, on I, that. I, I, agree. I agree with I you agree. on that. I what agree. I'm saying is the guy on the airplane never, uh, never really said that these things were said that you said. You know, he just well, he just said he, he used the word. I think he's saying. I think he's saying if you're instructing someone, you're telling them what right, to do. Like right, they don't know what the hell to do. Like, like. Basically, I think what he's yeah, that's, saying, that's what he's saying, what he's saying is basically like any medical professional shouldn't be instructed to do a basic test that that, yes. that would be one of the first ones you do. Yes, that's. I I, 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 I so hear that, I hear you on that. What, what, what I'm saying by that is that proves that there's, you know, everything that's being said about Mark Andrews is is not probably the truth. No, no, it doesn't prove that. No, I, I can't agree with that. Uh, no, I, 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 I hear your point. I hear appreciate your, you, man. I hear your point. I understand that the verbiage. Uh, you're, you're getting, you got took to the shed, by the and, way. Uh, I, no, I didn't. I, and let me let me make it clear. I understand that what your point is. He just dissected. And you. I understand that the verbiage that this might be a, a bit of a telephone game or whatever. But to and to take from maybe the the way the guy is relating a story to it didn't happen. There's holes in this in the whole story. You said there's some holes. That's that's a big leap. So, that's know, a that's hey, a big leap. Hey, healthy skepticism never hurt anybody, John. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's quite the leap. He's taking a bigger leap than the guy who reported the story. Like I said, there's giant holes in the story. It sounds like he just didn't want Mark Andrews to get all of that credit, like because I, I thought he yeah. just pretty much saved his life. Like yeah. I thought yeah. he went all all out. Yeah, I, I think he should be Walter Payton Man of the Year for it. It's my vote. He's the leading, leading candidate. Yeah. He's, the lead, he's the leading candidate. That's for he's sure. The man, right there. Yeah. There you go. Shout out to that. Didn't uh, didn't someone vote for like? Didn't someone last year vote for like the Bills medical staff for like MVP or something? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Was uh-huh. that taking too far? Yeah, yeah, that was taking it too far. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Coming up, the most polarizing quarterback. That I've ever seen. I mean, I, what, where, what are we doing here? D'Amico Ryans and Bobby Slowick know him very well. We'll hear the latest hot take on him next. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. Brock Purdy, man. Uh, Bobby Slowick worked with him. D'Amico was in San Francisco with him. He's going to be on the big stage when we're there. By the way, presented by Yingling Flight and uh, the Low T Center in Vegas. This was uh, Cam Newton um, doubling down, I guess, on his uh, assessment that Brock Purdy is a game manager. I feel like Cam Newton is the only guy who has said this, and it's just completely sparked a lot of national strawman-ish discussions about Brock Purdy. But, but safe to say Cam Newton ain't backing down anytime soon. I've never said that Brock Purdy was trash. What I did say is Brock Purdy is a game manager. That's not hate. That's just what I feel to be facts. But I still reserve the right to say this. To be labeled a game changer, Brock Purdy has to be the best player on the offensive side of the ball. Hmm. And that's not the case. And who's the best player? Christian McCaffrey. Man, look, I ain't recanting and if you really want to just be honest, if you add in the defensive talent and you add in the offensive talent, Brock Parity is the 10th best player on this team. Okay, cool. Did he have a great game? Yes. yes. Is he been playing out of his mind? Yes. Is he a quarterback that's hot? Yes. yes. But he's still the 10th best player <laughs> on his team. All right. Okay. Is I mean, that unfair? I, mean, I don't agree with it. I mean, if he's but set, I don't think that's unfair for him to say. If he's setting the rules of what a game changer is, and then he's uh, he's playing by his own rules, then okay. If that's the rule, then all right. Was Joe Montana a game changer? Because Jerry Rice was probably a better. I mean, I don't know who was better. Like, was it Montana? Was it Rice? Like, what, probably Rice at his position. I mean, was Tim Tebow a game changer in college? I mean, you can make a case that Percy Harvin and uh, 
perhaps Aaron Hernandez were like better players. Like I, I don't like if you're gonna set this definition, okay, then there's not a lot of game changers. But I got what he was initially saying. Now I think he's just no, no. He doubled that. down. There's no question. But if that's his opinion, which I don't agree with, that's cool. I don't think he's the tenth best player on the team. I mean, but but that, if he says that, fine. He might be. It's that's pretty low. Debo, McCaffrey, Trent Williams, um, Fred Warner, Nick Bosa. That's five. Is he um, better than Chase Young? Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, Brock Purdy, but that's better than Chase. I don't know. Yeah, I, think I, I don't so. know. I, I it's think stupid, so. man. I, I don't know, yeah. Cam. What, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> no, I'm just no. I'm asking y'all. No, I guess I do think. No, I don't good. know. It it feels like there's like a. Uh, it's a force. The, the the Brock Purdy stuff is kind of a forced. You're either a leader, you suck type of discussion that I don't. I don't think he needs to be thrown into. Yeah, for yeah. me. But he's definitely doubling down, and that's what it was all about. He's like, oh no no, I get it. He's good. He's had it. He's on a hell of a run. Do you think that so the. During the Super Bowl, and this is what I most look forward to if the Texans ever get to the Super Bowl, is <laughs> the 12-hour po- uh, pregame show. I, I know that's like that's a weird thing to look forward to, but like if the Texans get to the Super Bowl, I'm looking forward to turning that How TV. much of it do you watch? I, I love having it on in the background. It's always no, it's so always in-depth. On. It's always so in-depth. Yeah. There's like so much going on and all that. Like, But like the 12 hours, and you'll get like the random stories. I... <laughs> I look forward to hopefully there's like a day where you turn it on and there's like just all there's just 12 hours of nonstop national stories. Yeah. Sometimes like certain guys like stuff plays into favor more so with them. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like the the coverage is going to be nice to Brock Purdy. I feel like Brock Purdy is going to have a lot of a lot more pat fans. him on the head. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like there's going to be like a lot Look of how cute he is. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of yeah. good coverage for Brock Purdy. Um, it's kind of hard enough to have bad to benefit from it. It's kind of hard to have bad at this point. I mean, it's not a good time to be down on Brock Purdy, so to speak. Say it. Pause. Yeah, say Lord. it. Lord, <laughs> say it. When's a good time to be down on Brock Purdy? When are you going to get graduate from middle school? I'm just asking. <laughs> <laughs> when, when's your good time? When's your best time to go down on? Brock Purdy? I didn't say that. I'm just asking. I, I said, said to be down. Okay, so when's the best time to be down on to, Brock to Purdy? To be down on Brock Purdy. Yeah, when is it? You got to set the mood or what? A couple scotches, maybe. <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> um. The Texans, Super Bowl, this time next year. The odds right now are 20 to 1. To put that in perspective, last year at this time it was 20 to 1. 200 to 1. 200 to 1, excuse me. 200 to 1. It's 20 to 1 now. It's quite a leap, man. That's a great leap. It's quite a leap. Yeah. And if the Texans get there, I will be watching a 12-hour pregame show. Yeah, just put I it will, on in the background. I will be watching Get the a 12-hour going, leave the door open. Show. Right now, I always, Sit out there. I, on Super Bowl Sunday, I always carve out a couple of hours for the Puppy Bowl. I love the Puppy Bowl. Are you still into that? Do you, is it Every not, year. Is it not a little too out of control for you? Every year. It's not a little too out of control for no. you? No. Uh, like, if it, the Texans are there, I'm watching all 12 hours of the pregame show. Any other year, like this year, I, I love watching the Puppy Bowl. Watch a couple hours of that. I, I do step – I go back to the pregame show for some of those long-form interviews. Those are the best. Man, the those long-form long interviews, interviews, the stories, those like are, where they over-romanticize. are the best. And then – And everyone gets one, man. They'll get, they'll, get, yeah. they'll get to you Yeah, if you're patient. And then I usually just step away like about an hour before the game because I want to be there. I want it to be new for me when they get into the anthem and the pregame concert and all that stuff. So it's just like I don't, I'm, I'm getting kind of brain. In the halftime show. Yeah. No. No. Before the game, I, I you know I have to I have to be fresh like you're just turning it on. Uh, but for the Texans, yeah, I don't. You think feel like Usher's gonna do okay? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Usher's gonna be disappointing to some fans. You think Usher's gonna be disappointing? It's disappointing of what the set's gonna be. Oh, what do you like mean? It's, it's it's not gonna be like the, nice uh, and slow. Yeah, it ain't coming from. You got it bad. Stuff. Yeah, it's it. He's gonna like, like lo- OMG. He's gonna oh, yeah. do some of this new stuff. Love, love in the club, and I was looking at that. some odds on uh, 
on who's going to be his guest surprise, whatever. And if he brings out Jeezy, he's dead to me. Uh, I think DLC. I think was it Little John that was pretty high on the list, had pretty low odds. Hey, yeah, something with Chili. TC man. Uh, TC. Yeah. Hell no, left eye's always there for me. I TC. I don't care if she's a hologram or on the. Did screen. you ever watch her uh, documentary where it like basically shows her dying? Yes. Yeah. And when she was and in Honduras, sad. she yeah. was deep, man. Yeah, mm. man, I was. I was a bit of an Andre Rising fan. Had that jersey. Yeah. Number 80. <laughs> Spider-Man. I had 89. Spider-Man. He oh, could. Damn. You yeah. Went in. yeah. Yeah. He, Remember when him and Dion fought when Dion came yeah. back? Oh, yeah. yeah Absolutely. He, he came over to the Chiefs, man. We never had a receiver like that. Well, said, well look at that. You do now. You do, or you did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, speaking of receivers, mm-hmm. I'm going to come mm-hmm. in real quick. Come on. Because you, you, you said what I think could be the bargain of the offseason. Yeah. I love Gabe Davis. Golly, oh, man. God. I love I, Gabe Davis. If you he's know, getting more expensive, I like Cedric Wilson. John Mechie, thank you very much. Cedric Wilson kind of got pushed back because they signed Tyreek Hill. Put him in the slot. Bobby, you can run a reverse with a purpose there. And Devin Duvernay, give me some speed. Give me some speed on the on those reverses. We went bargain shopping. I know y'all like to t- uh, shop in the uh, the nice department stores. So. Well, luckily for the Texans, they don't have to go bargain shopping. Well, you can bargain and go big. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an impulse buy. It's an impulse buy. You're listening to KILTAM, KILTHD2, The Drive is Life. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.